One day, Elisha went to Shunem, and when and a well-to-do woman was there who urged him to stay for a meal. So whenever he came by, he stopped there to eat. She said to her husband, I know that this man who often comes our way is a holy man of God. Let's make a small room on the roof and put in it a bed and a table, a chair and a lamp for him. Then he, then he can stay there whenever he comes to us. One day when Elisha came, he went up to his room and lay down there. He said to his servant Gehazi, Call the Shunammite. So he called her, and she stood before him. Elisha said to him, Tell her, You, ha- you have gone to all this trouble for us. Now what can be done for you? Can we speak on your behalf to the king or the commander of the army? She replied, I have a home among my own people. What can be done for her? Elisha asked. Gehazi said, Well, she is. She has no son, and her husband is old. Then Elisha said, Call her. So he called her, and she stood in the doorway. About this time next year, Elisha said, You will hold a son in your arms. No, my lord, she objected. Don't mislead your servant, O man of God. But the woman became pregnant, and the next year, about that same time, she gave birth to a son, just as Elisha had told her. The child grew, and one day he went out to his father, who was with the reapers. My head, my head, he said to his father. His father told a servant, carry him to his mother. After the servant had lifted him up and carried him to his mother, the boy sat on her lap until noon, and then he died. She went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God, then shut the door and went out. She called her husband and said, Please send me one of the servants and a donkey so I can go to the man of God quickly and return. Why go to him today, he asked. It's not the new moon or the Sabbath. It's all right, she said. She saddled the donkey and said to her servant, Lead on. Don't slow down for me unless I tell you. So she set out and came to the man of God at Mount Carmel. When he saw her in the distance, the man of God said to his servant Gehazi, Look, there's the Shunammite. Run to her and ask her, Are you all right? Is your husband all right? Is your child all right? Everything's all right, she said. When she reached the man of God at the mountain, she took hold of his feet. Gehazi came over to push her away. But the man of God said, Leave her alone. She is in bitter distress, but the Lord has hidden it from me and has not told me why. Did I ask you for a son, my lord, she said? Didn't I tell you, don't raise my hopes? Elisha said to Gehazi, tuck your cloak into your belt, take my staff in your hand, and run. If you meet anyone, do not greet him, and if anyone greets you, do not answer. Lay my staff on the boy's face. But the child's mother said, as surely as the Lord lives, and as you live, I will not leave you. So he got up and followed her. Gehazi went on ahead and laid the staff on the boy's face, but there was no sound or response. So Gehazi went back to meet Elisha and told him, The boy has not awakened. When Elisha reached the house, there was the boy lying dead on the couch. He went in, shut the door on the two of them, and prayed to the Lord. Then he got on the bed and lay upon the boy, mouth to mouth, eyes to eyes, hands to hands. 
As he stretched himself out upon him, the boy's body grew warm. Elisha turned away and walked back and forth in the room, and then got on the bed and stretched out upon him once more. The boy sneezed seven times and opened his eyes. Elisha summoned Gehazi and said, Call the Shunammite, and he did. When she came in, when she came, he said, Take your son. She came in, fell at his feet, and bowed to the ground. Then she took her son and went out. Now, Second Kings 5, verses 1 to 3. Now Naaman was commander of the army of the king of Aram. He was a great man in the sight of his master and highly regarded because through him the Lord had given victory to Aram. He was a valiant soldier, but he had leprosy. Now bands from Aram had gone out and had taken captive a young girl from Israel, and she served Naaman, Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, If only my master would see the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. Thank you, McKenna. It's a long story. It's very fitting that a young child would read it. Dear congregation, after uh, reading this story in account of kings and reflecting on it, there is an important message here for us. In Timothy it says, all scripture is useful for teaching, and this passage in the Bible is one of many. Stories are handed down from generation to generation, and some are written in books. There are many biographies of famous people, so that these men and women will not be forgotten. The stories in the Bible are written down to show the power and love of God. The story of the Shunammite woman, she was a well-to-do woman, and when Elisha asked to join them for a meal, she invited him in. And whenever Elisha stopped by he, in the area, he was at this place for a meal. This woman was also hospitable. And then realizing that Elisha was a man of God, she was kind. She had a room built for him with a bed and a table, a chair and a lamp. God was working through this woman. She sensed the holiness of Elisha and that changed her way of life. The gospel changes the way you live. God is active in this world and he works through people. You and me. You have a part and purpose in this life. And God is also inviting you to join him in the ongoing redemption of the world. Your heart begins to beat in the rhythm with God's heart. The story in 2 Kings, Elisha wanted to do something and return to the kindness of the Shunammite woman. And when approached, if she wanted anything, she said she was content. She had a home among her own people. She was satisfied. Yet, 
Elisha persisted to bless her with something. And upon learning that she had no son, called her and promised her a son in her old age. This miracle, I'm sure, was news for the whole country. Even without Facebook or TV or radio, this event was not kept silent. Remember, this was a well-to-do family, and I'm sure there are many servants working with this family. So the news of this old couple receiving a son in their old age traveled far and wide. And when this boy grew old enough to wander out to the fields to see his dad at harvest time, the hot sun was too much for him, and he suffered sunstroke. What did the Shunammite woman do? In faith, she saddled up the donkey and turned to go to the man of God. The story records the exact motions that Elisha did. And through prayer and the power of God, the boy was back, brought back to life. Now this story was worth the front page of the newspaper. Dead boy brought back to life. It was the main headline on TV. The account of this boy being dead and raised to life was repeated over and over and over again. This astonishing news spread to all the known area. There are other miracles recorded in the Bible that many people heard. Children also hear these stories, and many of their hearts are touched by the wonders of God. Their young minds take in everything that they hear, and God starts to work in their hearts. We come to our text. The slave girl who served Naaman's wife told her mistress, if only my master would see the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. This slave girl knew all about the power of God. She could have kept this faith to herself or, and even thought that Naaman deserved leprosy for raiding Israel. And she was taken from her family and made to work for strangers. Yet, as a child of God, she could not keep God from working in the life of her master. The news of the miracles that Elisha had done through the power of God had made an impact on this girl. She became a missionary, and she was bold to speak of her belief. Because of the stories of the wonders being done by God through the prophet Children's hearts are touched. This is why we have Sunday school and read Bible stories to our children and grandchildren. But we, we have stories too. We all have faith stories. Why do we believe? Did something happen in our lives? Something on the moment on the road to to Damascus? God has done something for you. Something that you did not deserve and could never earn. In the life and death of Jesus, God has set you free. He has brought you from death to life. You have a new life and a new future. 
You are loved by God. Once the gospel stories take root in your heart, you have joy, peace, patience, and kindness, goodness, and faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. God set this slave girl free to tell of her faith, to give new life to Naaman. Are you and I free from slavery? Are we able to tell the story of our God experiences in our lives? I'll tell you a small story that God did for me, a miracle. I call it a miracle. When I was milking cows, sometimes the best cow produced bull calf. What was I to do? At that time of our living, there were many small dairy farmers in need of herd sires. So we decided to raise these bull calves as herd sires. At one point, I had five bulls ready for sale, and they were getting a little bit big for their pen. And I was getting worried that they would get out and harm my children. So I had my oldest son, Daniel, was with me, and I said, these bulls, they've got to be sold within the week, otherwise I've got to bring them to the auction mart. But we'll wait and see what God does. Before the week was over, all five bulls were sold. No advertising, no phoning around to neighbors. God did all the work. This is only a small story, and I have some more, but I'm sure you have many stories too. You are to tell these stories of faith to your children. They will make an impact on the hearts of your grandchildren and your children. If you keep these stories to yourself, how can people know about the saving faith of the Lord Jesus? Amen. Now we'll sing, I love to tell the story. 530.